Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Ciao! And welcome to Mixed Bag, where we review the mixed, muddled, and meh movies of film history. I am Cassandra. I am Matteo. And I am James Caen. Is <laughs> <laughs> there an Italian form of J? Uh, Giacomo? Giacomo. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. Um, Happy New Year! Italian, oh my God, what a transformation! For the whole, uh, unlike some actors, um, we, <laughs> we're not going to keep up the accents for the whole time. Yeah, for the whole, <laughs> yeah. two and a two and a. Uh, welcome to 2022, everybody! Happy New Year. Who would have thought we'd still be doing this podcast at this time? I know. Yeah. How long has this thing been going? I now? think we started at the end of 2019. Yeah. yeah. Really? We did, because we, we did Cats, and that was close to the end of 2019. That yeah, was like yeah, yeah. Because Cats, was our f- Cats wasn't... What was our f- Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. But Maybe then we, but we, we did, like, three episodes, and then we were straight into Christmas specials. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it's the keeper wow. of mixed bag lore here. Time flies, <laughs> yeah. I think this is our 62nd episode, so... Oh, we have to think about what we're going to do nice. for 69. Oh! Ooh. Nice. Um, but we're not there yet. But we're yeah, we're yet. thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. Um, how are we all doing? How it's really warm. Break? Yeah, um, yeah. It's finally summer here in summery. Wellington. Yes, and it went hard. Yeah, um, it's very hot all throughout New Zealand. Actually, uh, it feels like. Well, at least Hamilton was also equally. Those are the two sweltering. parts of New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, two, the, the two, yeah. the two. Um, yeah, some places have had heat alerts, but you know what? Just. Pull up your bootstraps. No, I'm kidding. It's a heat alert as in like just... Apparently, what does that mean? I feel I like no I've idea. never had a heat so, alert. So like I was looking through my Facebook and apparently the Hutt Valley had heat alerts um, when there's two consecutive days of like their threshold is 29 degrees and if it surpasses... If more than once. Or more. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Go on a heat alert. I guess for like wow. elderly or... Yeah. yeah, I guess just like so conserve your water usage in case of yeah. a drought, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm. And like, you know, just reminders to keep hydrated and yeah. Yeah. Do some Everybody wear your sunscreen. This is the message Absolutely. from next bag. Don't get yeah. burnt. Don't get burnt, guys. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, also, if you're a, you know, like a, an oil baron and you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> uh, stop what you're doing. Because <laughs> uh, nice. our planet is heating up yes. and it's real yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So please don't do that. Yeah. Let us have normal normal levels of Wellington summer <laughs> in the future, please. I think we really swayed them. I think this yeah this that was the argument. This That's podcast, the argument Greta Thunberg could never. Yeah. I know. Don't look up. Don't she should have a mixed podcast. bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't oh. do oil. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a piece of pop culture, uh, pop culture and uh, should we get on to uh, talking about during the holidays, it's a perfect time to absorb much, much, many, mm-hmm. many pop corner. So let's go to pop corner. Much- <laughs> I love to absorb <laughs> much, <laughs> many pop much I love pop how corner. you interchange pop culture and pop corner. They're yeah. one yeah, and the same. They're, they're the same to James. Yeah. They are. Pop, 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 pop corner. 
yeah, it has been the holidays. It's time for absorbing a whole a host of things. And, and of, food. Yeah, exactly. Taking <laughs> it all in. And once you've had your food and your conversation has dried up, it's time to turn on <laughs> the tally. Um, How bleak. And for this first one, I cannot imagine watching it with my family. I did not. Uh, I highly recommend not doing that because it would go down very badly. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, Midnight Mass by uh, Mike F- uh, oh, right. Flanagan. Um, I think some people's families could watch this. Yeah, just totally. not yours. <laughs> yeah, not mine. Um, which is uh, came out like earlier this year, uh, but I finally got around to um, catching it up on it. Uh, so he, yeah, Mike, uh, he's done a ton of of horror, both series and movies, like uh, Doctor Sleep, and you know. Uh, Blind, what's it called? Um, Haunting of Blind Manor. Haunting of Blind Manor and, and Haunting of Hill House, um, uh, Gerald's Game, a whole ton. Uh, but uh, I kind of checked out those works uh, previously and like had I like seen some. any of them. Yeah, I had seen like, so for the TV series, this is the third one of the TV, uh, I tried to get into Hill House and Blind Manor and I don't know, I just found them kind of a little stayed like nice cinematography but i wasn't fully kind of hooked in and this is his third one which is an original work and it just totally totally worked for me I would yeah highly recommend. it is good yeah it's really fun it's like seven episode season um about uh, i don't want to get too much into it it has been out for a while but uh about, i think like, it's better if you go into it without any spoilers yeah but it's around like religion and christianity and mortality and that kind of stuff uh and a tiny little sleepy um town uh do you remember what it's called i can't remember Crockett Island, I Crockett. think. Crockett, yeah, Crockett yeah. Island. Um, uh, yeah, where a new um, priest uh, shows up and, uh, yeah, begins leading the town. Strange things start to happen. Yeah, and it's really, really fun. It's just an incredible cast, just all, like, firing on all cylinders um, and that kind of, like, eerie, like, devout um, uh, 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 church members uh, are. There's, like, some, like, very uh, intense, like, the, the guy that is the new priest has this very sleepy way of kind of talking which um i don't know like just really kind of was for the character um, yeah Yeah. resonated hamish i forgot his last name Uh, hamish mr hamish no i i I, linklater uh i think it's linklater yeah Yeah. i wonder if he's related to to old bridge yeah Um, i just know him from the new adventures of old christine Mm. That show with Julie Louis Dreyfus before she got. I don't beat. know anything about. <laughs> All right, was this how long? How long back was that? Was thousands. Like I literally, I think yeah. it premiered in two thousand six, and it went for like however many years like five or six years all oh, right yeah, yeah he's phenomenal and they all are all the cast are really really strong there's some really really good writing and explore some really interesting ideas it is a little like you do wish it was like five episodes that was what i was gonna say like i sort of half watched this with james because yeah. it was he had to vet it to see if it was too scary for me <laughs> first um and which i think it was pretty scary it was quite scary but uh the cat death which is quite if you i don't want to if you don't want to see cat death that there is a lot of cat death in the first episode episode sure yeah. yeah which i don't know that was that, that was too gory for me the bits I mean, after that were fine it's just human death you don't, that's okay you don't see cats um, dying you yeah, see you before see. and after i know but anyway um <laughs> um but the concept of cat yeah. death the concept of cat death is explored um, save the cat but yeah i i felt like 
there was some pacing issues with the show where like I think we got to the finale and the episode before that and they were really rocketing along with the action packs but there were some ones in the middle where it kind of just felt like people were just saying a monologue and then another person was saying a monologue back to them and then there was another specifically monologues yeah Yeah. just a lot of monologues um, which I love them all they were good monologues they're all well written but Um, they were just like I'm going to say monologue to you and now I'm going to say monologue back to you and I was kind of going that's how people talk (laughs) communicate that's how everyone talks they never interrupt each other as we never do on this podcast yeah. exactly like, um, i just thought of a little story yeah we, we actually just like edit this podcast so it seems like yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. um interrupting each other yeah. but we actually talk in long it's long monologues yeah. yeah but there's so many like little analogies where they're like two mice were swimming in a bucket of cream that's catch if you can and they went also round and around <laughs> but yeah it'll be like that but they but they'll make it like 15 minutes of the thing yeah. um but it's all well written it's all well performed and like the finale like the just across the whole series season it is like those moments of like editing down can be forgiven because it's yeah it's really fun really exciting and just real clever and it feels i saw someone on twitter just being like oh this feels like this should be so obvious in terms of the the main kind of story like why has no one explored this before so um highly recommend checking it out i won't get into more details on it because yeah it's a real ride um one of the other mo- uh, movies that i saw also on netflix is the lost daughter uh which i brought up oh, I saw that last time as well yeah um which uh has uh olivia coleman and uh jesse buckley and uh, dakota johnson um and uh, as the debut that's not true ellen <laughs> you didn't come yeah you didn't invite me um uh of uh, maggie gyllenhaal um which is yeah a really really great uh movie about like um grief and uh um being uh, an unnatural mother yeah not being suited to to mothering and there is some like again won't give too much of it away but there's like this core like mystery around like who olivia coleman kind of is and what she like looks like uh not what she looks like <laughs> sorry no Cass was filling up some water and i got distracted sorry. like how she like ticks because olivia is such like a warm um presence on screen um that playing someone that is a little bit more um difficult sh- difficult and like sharper like unapproachable what makes her tick and like why she does certain actions are really really cool she's got the range yeah yeah totally <laughs> I, f- I feel like she could i mean like she could swoop in and and be a an unexpected kind of nominee like she is i think she could be nominated it depends on how people respond to this film because it's not the the most you know i don't think a lot of uh basic voters will yeah yeah it's it's like this film it's a slow burn and i think on rotten tomatoes like it's it's kind of cold yeah really high yeah true it's really high on the critics and then for the audience it is like I think sitting at like 46%. And obviously Rotten Tomatoes isn't the best kind of example of that kind of stuff. But for audiences, like, yeah, sometimes that is an indication of people not digging it. But on Twitter, everyone's kind of loving it. There's some really, like, disturbing kind of imagery through nothing, like, horrific. But there is some, like, moments to do with, like, there's, like, one shot to do with a doll. If you've seen it, you probably know what I'm talking about. That is really, really gross and unnerving um and it's just great performances um throughout so like ed harris is really charming doing some like dancing in a greek island like he's <laughs> like yeah it's 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 a really great um, it's weird to me that, that maggie joan hall would just direct her husband to make love to another woman yeah yeah it's, it's weird it's weird i'm kidding no. yeah <laughs> uh, um but yeah really Skarsgård good debut for her 
Yeah. And also Paul Mescal, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, looking looking charming and Irish. Wait, no. yeah, 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 it's him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you recognize the guy who played Tony? I was trying to play. Yeah, that's Oliver Cohen Jackson. Where's he? What's he been? He's in? from those Hill House things. Oh, also he's an Invisible Man. Also, he's very hot. Oh, he he's the Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Yeah, he was the husband. Yeah, that's right. Who's the husband is a is the leader in optics. You all should see the Invisible Man. It's it's lots of fun. Yeah. And you can handle if it. If you can yeah, see I'll the see Invisible Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah no, <laughs> I don't think he's in the... He's not in Midnight Mass, but yeah, he is in the other ones. Um, yeah. Just highly recommend it. It's also, really... It's slow, though. So. There's, like, this bitchy, like, auntie yeah. played by Carolina from Succession. Oh, yeah. I oh, actually yeah. close personal friend of mine slash I interned on a show oh, really? that she was in. <laughs> How do you say her name? Dagmara? Damara Dominchik. Damara. Yeah, she would always like, so she like, she'd intru- introduce herself. Because I only like, know her as... Damara Dominchik? Yeah. I only know her as Carolina, and it was nice seeing her get like an actual role yeah. and not just yeah. she was great. saying yes. <laughs> She's yeah. uh, married to Patrick Wilson. She oh. is, yeah. Lucky. Nice. Lucky. Lucky couple. Hot couple. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very much so. Um, yeah, and I don't want to take too much else from Cass, because we obviously see some stuff. stuff. Um, but I think I had... Oh, uh, and then, um, because it is a holiday, I also took the opportunity to do some reading. Um, I read some more Terry Pratchett, Hogfather, uh, because it was Christmas, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, but the one that, uh, the other book that I wanted to shout out was M.W. by Zadie Smith. I have had Zadie Smith on my bookshelf for ages, because Cass They're all mine. <laughs> uh, and I have actually never read any of those stuff. Yeah, M.W. is a really, really strong, uh, piece around, like, multiple kind of characters, uh, in N.W., in London um yeah all just kind of living their lives and like a beautiful kind of snapshot of yeah what that kind of section of the city is like and really heartbreaking and really like beautiful kind of observations around like yeah digging into the psychology of the characters in a way that I just kind of is really surprising and kind of beautiful and how everyone thinks their life is like stuck in a rut um and yeah highly recommend it and looking forward to reading White Teeth so summer's a great time for getting that cracking that book open and yeah, having some downtime. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I have a couple of things to shout out. Um, firstly, very briefly, I also saw Passing, which Matt has talked about oh, in previous episodes. So Watched this with my fam on Christmas. Uh, slash my uncle and I commandeered the remote. Everybody else had already seen it, but nobody <laughs> else had anything else they wanted to see. So we're like, we're going to watch this. Um, but yeah, excellent performances. Basically just second all the things that Matt said on the previous episode. How good is Ruth Nega, though? Very good. She's so good. And it's like, it's such an interesting, like, the 20s-ness of it, yeah. I feel. Like, yeah. it's very, like, it's almost at pastiche, but it's still, mm. like, you, you still get a sense of them as genuine people, which is, yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. Also, Bill Camp with an amazing accent. Yeah. Like. <laughs> very, like, you know, threatening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I can't wait. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. <laughs> you haven't seen it. Everyone else has now. Even Cass's family has. It's just passing yeah. me by. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll also shout out a little bit uh, with a bit more detail uh, the movie Encanto, which we saw yesterday. Oh, is that mm. really good? Um, which is really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like it's a Disney film, so it is, you know, for children. Mm. So, expect, you know, you for know, kids. It's, you know, for kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a really like. Um, yeah, like beautiful small little story. Um, it's uh, yeah set in Colombia, um, and it's about this family of um, 
are people with magic powers. Um, basically, uh, each person in the family gets a different magic power, all except for uh, uh, Mirabelle, who is one of the grandchildren in the family who did yeah. not get a special magic power when she came of age. Um, and so uh, she feels kind of left out and like she's not really part of the family. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of really good music in it. Uh, we Don't Talk About Bruno is a really good song. Such a uh, banger. Such a bop. Um, but there's also some other like really fun oh. songs in there. Oh, Bruno uh, was also a, like, also a character in Luca. Luca. I was like, yeah. why, did, why is that? <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know why Disney is just saying we're just going to like really shout out the name Bruno in yeah. two different releases this year. But, I also yeah. appreciated that the uh, the Abuela was like so tough as nails. It's, um, yeah. just it's a like, Sasha Baron Cohen sounds. All right, Cass. Yeah. Bruno is having a company. <laughs> <laughs> Actually copyrighted to him. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Future mixed bag. The, the Bruno <laughs> no, sequel. No, I don't think it's a mixed bag. <laughs> I remember watching that. I just remember that, that passive know. dick flapping back and forth. I remember watching that in the theater because Borat was such a sensation. And yeah, uh, yeah it was interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good. I think there's just other other things um, around the storytelling, but also the character design um, mm. that I think is really cool. Like it's um, really a, a very diverse character design, even amongst all of the characters being uh, Colombian, is that there's a real big range in facial features and types and, oh, nice. and skin colors and different kinds of... Um, yeah, like standards of, of look, particularly around the female characters, because that's one of the things that Disney Animation has yeah, done for a before, look, is yeah. that everybody looks the same, just different shades yeah. of the same sort the of face big eyes. And, um, <laughs> and you get a little bit more variation here. It's like, it feels like they've heard that criticism and specifically nice. responded to it. Um, but yeah, there's some really gorgeous animation within it. Yeah, there's like a um, bit where Mirabelle falls back and she's in like the sand domain yeah. and just like specks of sand are on her face and you're like, that looks, looks unreal. Great. It's, it's just like, yeah. yeah, 3D animation is just such a, a fun... Mm. And they're <laughs> like, doing a fun thing where they're like thing. blurring up yeah, stuff in the background. Yeah, the effect to make it look like it's shot with a camera. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I would I would really recommend that it's short, it's sweet, um, it's, yeah, it's, it made me tear up, made me shed, shed a few tears. Yeah, and um, it's like, yeah, I think, yeah, a lot the, of the the music, the music is really, is really good. I think I also like the um, Lynn worked on the music. On yeah, the little caterpillars song, um, yeah. which is uh, it's, it's completely in Spanish, um, which is just sort of sung in the I guess like not by a character, but it's like a, a person who is um, you know Phil Collins and Tarzan style <laughs> narrating um, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it's like a very moving kind of uh, really beautiful little song, which I sort of assumed was just an original folk like just an, an existing folk song but it's also an original song for the film oh nice um, and yeah. it kind of yeah big year for him it yeah. builds to that kind of like um final act kind of like gut punch yeah just like oh there's um, the tears like they're like this film isn't really working on me oh no way um they can always get you vocalize so the gut punch yeah oh, twice <laughs> not once um, just twice. Don't do it twice um yeah there's some really good essays about this film that i've read online from a specifically colombian perspective as well which i think would be yeah definitely worth your time if you've seen encanto and you want to know more about it um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are all of the main things to talk about. Um, James and I have also just started watching Yellow Jackets, but we've only yes. just started, so we'll come back to you once right. we've watched a bit more of it. So much fun so far. Yeah. Cool. I can go next. <laughs> I'm the only one left. Um, I did also finish a book. I just remembered because James said that he finished reading. I finished reading the book Hamnet. Oh, yeah. Is, oh, is that good? I've heard good things. Yeah, it's good. I liked it. Um, so, yeah, if you are interested in reading about the <laughs> history, I mean, like, you know, personal story of, of Anne Hathaway, not the actress, um, the wife of Shakes. Um, Is it like trying and, to document, like, 
Hamnet story and and that kind of stuff, or is it like a fictionalized version? It's fictional. Oh, I mean, like a lot of it draws from right. what we know of. Well, it's like the family. That, not that much biographical detail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyway, right. so. yeah. But it's it's nice. It's like emotional and grief filled, and uh, you know, it's kind of just the inner workings of Anne Hathaway and um, Shakespeare's there, obviously. But you know, enough about him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Shakespeare, actually, I watched the tragedy of Macbeth. Oh <laughs> yeah, which I wasn't Good. planning on um, doing that segue, but yeah, I I liked it. It reminded me a lot of the Orson Welles version, and I actually was very impressed by the um, adaptation because, like, wait, Macbeth is pretty short, eh? Yeah, mm. yeah, because well, it's a ninety-minute film. Mm. That's so. Impressive. I still think Macbeth's longer than ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, stage, yeah, totally. yeah. And I don't think they lost bad. anything. Mm. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. The texts are gorgeous. The The filmmaking is gorgeous. I think Francis McDormand slays. Denzel is really good, too. Um, yeah, I think witches, it's worth uh... watching. Oh, yeah. Catherine Hunter as the witches. The Weird Sisters, a.k.a. Heim. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, she's fucking great. And she only appears in two scenes, and she fucking slays the movie. She has, like, two minutes of screen time. Cool. And, uh, yeah, she's great. So watch it if... Yeah, it's just like a really good film. I wouldn't say it's like essential <coughs> Coen's, but you know, I think Coen. Coen, yeah, exactly. Um, it's happening a lot these days. But definitely, like, it makes sense for for him to tackle it. It's kind of just you know, folly of man, fate, all of that, which is recurring themes in his slash their oeuvre. Um, yeah, so that was nice. I I recommend it. Um, I also um, saw. Uh, the French Dispatch, which I loved, which is like the the latest Wes Anderson film, um, which I actually wasn't expecting much coming in because I didn't hear very good things. But I was just like, you know, gobsmacked by how much I actually really felt for like the three. There's three different vignettes, and all of them, like, kind of like pack an emotional punch, and they're all so, I don't know, like vividly drawn, and it's just like a nice love letter to journalists and 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 like loneliness and it's beautiful and you know like if you enjoy like that's what i always admired about his work is just you know it's very quirky and like aesthetically so specific but also there's always a strain of uh melancholy in his works and you know i kind of miss that especially after isle of dog was a big flop for me Mm. um oh isle of dogs sorry (laughs) i love dogs (laughs) just the one (laughs) we must save him um, so that was great. I also watched Don't Look Up, which I actually was surprised by. I thought I was going to hate it because I hated both of Adam McKay's previous films. I think it's kind of akin to his um, Interstellar in that like he's... Whoa. In, well, not as good. Hmm. But I think this film, instead of being oh, smug and like, I know everything about this one topic, I think it's actually like... Um, held up by actually genuine anger and right. passion, which I'm sensing from the filmmaking. It doesn't didn't come off as smug and like their actual characters in this film. And um, I actually realized how I missed Jennifer Lawrence on screen. She fucking slays in this movie. Um, LVP, Meryl Streep, surprisingly. <laughs> but she's still fun. Um, Timothy Chalamet is really fun. Actually, he's also in like French Dispatch. Also... 
in French Dispatch was Frances McDormand and she was in Macbeth. Oh so it's like a little Daisy chain we got here. I mean, now that I say it, mm-hmm. I actually watched three Timothy Chalamet films in a row yeah. because my last film of the year was Little Women, the best Christmas movie of all time. Wow. Nice. And then the first film I watched for the year was The Social Network. I planned that. Didn't plan on doing the three Chalamet films together, though. Um, one last film that I wanted to shout out which I saw which we talked about previously was West Side Story which I did enjoy um, Rachel Ziegler looks like AOC um, Mike Feist was my favourite part of the oh, film me too yes. I love her um, uh, for whatever reason Twitter has started just showing me t- in tweets you might like it's just Mike Feist stand things oh, now yeah. and, I'm, and I'm like I do like this yes. but I don't know like, yeah. <laughs> the algorithm, algorithm is correct and um, congratulations on your Oscar Ariana DeBose <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it, you know. It's still weird that I feel pretty comes after the rumble. Yeah, but... they, d- they changed that in the original movie, but it is that way in the in the play. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know, I was mixed on it, like, both times. I, guess, I, I, just, I just jerked me. But... I was like, oh. I, yeah. It's kind of like, where can you put it, you know? Maybe before the rumble? I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it was a good um, adaptation. Mm. And, yeah. Did you see Matrix Resurrections? I did not. And you haven't seen it, Cass. Yeah. I just like I to say. I crept off by myself and saw it, James. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just, you know how I love those, those As Matrix a fan. Films. Um, I did see it, um, and I know that it's, yeah, uh, it's quite kind of divided for critics. I'd like to say that uh, for for me, I'd be curious to see if you're going to check it out or not. Um, or or if Friends of the Pod, if Lucas, if you're checking it out, I'd like to <laughs> know other people's thoughts. I really dug it, actually. It was like, yeah. I was surprised by how much I was kind of taken by it. I thought I was excited to see it, but then. I just like I was gonna rewatch the Matrixes, the Matrices, sorry, <laughs> and then I was like not excited to see them. I guess I'm just not that type of film person. Like, yeah, I enjoyed Cloud Atlas. Yeah, um, we got to talk about it on this part. It's yeah, been, it's been but, long enough. But it's gonna be on the because I've never seen Cloud Atlas. Yeah, um, and it's on the mixed bag. Put it on the I list for sure. I enjoyed it. Yeah, despite some. Choices that were made. <laughs> this is, I think, what James thinks as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Enjoyed despite um, the choices. And the last thing I want to shout out is, uh, yeah, I, I just watched the the finale finale of of Pen Fifteen, and uh-huh. that was beautiful. I thought the first part of the season was stronger, but it's still beautiful. It's a beautiful f- show, which yeah, everyone should see. It's like two three seasons, or four episodes away. Yeah, um, right yeah, and so that's what I've been watching. Um, Apart from Flavor of Love, which is a trash specialty for me. Oh, what's Flavor of Love? Is, Fla- is it still Flavor Flav? Is it the yeah, I mean, that's. I'm just rewatching the old Oh, I thought seasons. they were doing a They've, new season. No, of, were, I'm like, surely he's found love. No, 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 like, no, three <laughs> seasons of Flavor of Love. Okay. It's just like a trashy bachelor. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's oh. just scratched my reality itch. I just wanted to watch something yeah. trashy. I also watched Bake Off, Kiwi Bake Off, um, yeah. and Sleuth. That one person they thought was not gay was actually gay. Um, I want to do a quick corner on Matrix uh, Resurrections because I do think... Oh, um, I thought that was your corner. Go ahead. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I really, really liked it because uh, I, yeah, there is all the world building and a kind of meta kind of commentary on It was on just itself. one of them that made this one, eh? Yeah, it's just yes. Lana. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, is it Lana? Yeah. yeah. Um, or is it Lily? No, I'm correct. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, because ultimately, like, when you get down to it, like watching it, like it is commenting commenting on itself and like uh, nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. But deep down, I think 
like their motivation for uh, creating this was they lost their um, parents and then one of their friends and they had passed away and no way to kind of reconnect with them. And I was like, I, I really need like Neo and Trinity again. Like there's something around like having those characters that bring me a lot of joy, like being able to bring these characters back, like does bring me kind of joy. And we've also learned that like they were going to make the Matrix with or without the Wachowskis. And so, yeah, I think Lana made a really good choice of just like, let's do it. Like, let's acknowledge like all of this, like this, like what, why nostalgia is appealing to people and why are people kind of drawn to that and build it, hard baking it into the story. And I think what it comes out as is like, the scenes between Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss are just like really, really beautiful and like truthful. Um, and there's just such an immediate connection between the two of them that I was really, yeah, uh, blown away by like how it was ultimately like you could still like form a Matrix film around it, but it's thesis statement being like love is a, a super important part of the world, <laughs> and you're just like, oh yeah, because I mean that's uh, that's a lot so of what, eloquently put. Yeah, that's what Sense Eight is about as well, and I love that the there's like villains of this piece who I won't say kind of who obviously Jonathan Groff is quite clearly uh, a villain on the piece but there's someone else as well um that uh that kind of use that kind of um that love and that kind of tension in a really interesting way um if you've seen the film I'm really really keen to to chat so see it and let me know what you think <laughs> Cass I think you'll hate it yeah. um but um, I've only seen Matrix 1 yeah so, that was enough for her yeah i don't need to see more matrixes There's, i've seen one carrie ann moss though what happened to her i know from matrices yeah she she did not i didn't maybe she didn't want to chase that i don't know but you know just, <laughs> who knows yeah um but and there's a beautiful scene between mph and jonathan Groff that um i really want people to see because it is uh incredible um so yes uh no, patrick harris yeah, yeah, yeah okay, cool. Just yeah. clarifying. He plays the therapist for um, Thomas Anderson, aka Nia. Um, <laughs> and he's great. He's like, he's been killing it, like, playing roles that, like, are a little, like, smug and skeezy because he mm. does have he that. He is quite a mm. smug vibe. man. Mm. So, like, <laughs> not a fan, but that's a good lane. But that's for a good, yeah. yeah. That's a good, good lane. For like, Gone Girl and this, and yeah. um, I feel like there's another one as well. Oh, Count Olaf. Like, like he, he understands that something about him is unappealing, and <laughs> he leans into that. Same with Jonathan Groff as well. Like, you know. he's not unappealing at all. I think he's just too symmetrical, and so, like, stuff like Mind <laughs> no, Hunter, you're like, is he gonna crack? Like, yeah okay. yeah right. but he's but he's a hottie too yeah he can be too symmetrical and also hot and talking of hot stuff talking of 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 just the creme de la creme um i think it's time to um well it's time to to do away with what we don't want to take out the trash <laughs> if you will and go into the house the house of Gucci. It was about four. <laughs> sure. Oh man, I was like, do we want to do something all together? I'm not sure, but. <laughs> all right, um, so we've been teasing this one for several weeks. Yeah, uh, it's been, been very excited to for see for months it. since we saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just knew that this had to be our our 2022 first film of the podcast. You got to so start with a bang. Right? We had yeah. to. We had to do it. We had to do it to you. So this is Ridley Scott's House Gucci, yeah. starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jeremy Irons, Al Pacino, Jared Leto, 
and um, with Salma Hayek. With Salma Hayek. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, before before any further ado, I believe mm. it is Matt's turn to summarize oh this God. film. Yeah. I feel like you always get the really complex ones, and it's it's <laughs> just a fun challenge for you. Let's go. Let's do Obviously, it. Obviously, yeah. It's time to it's time to make movie in a minute. Yeah, because our only connection with this movie is we saw the trailer and we, we fell yeah. in love. None of us are fashion historians, in case any mm, of you no. were wondering. <laughs> But um, we'll try in a minute. Here we go. Movie in a minute. Starting from now. Patricia Reggiani, played by Lady Gaga, is a working class girl who meets and falls in love with Maurizio Gucci, played by Adam Driver. In a party, they meet in a party, they become married, but his father does not like her because he thinks she's a gold digger. 45. She becomes uh, controlling as, as the film... Um, a pro like <laughs> continues, so she tries to reconnect Mauricio with his um, uncle Al Pacino Aldo, Thirsty. so that he can be back in the family business. Um, as he prospers, uh, he wants uh, she wants him to become the uh, biggest shareholder of the company, buying out Al Pacino's shares and his idiot son Paolo, played by um, Jared Leto. But in the end, once Maurizio gets there, he realizes that um, Patricia is uh, very controlling and only looks out for herself and is obsessed with him. So he divorces her, and in the end, she All hires right. a hitman to kill him. <laughs> and Gucci's no more Gucci. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, bonus points for the for the accent. As well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think given the given the the additional handicap of the ex, the accent, that yeah. was really a strong that was movie impressive. there, man. Uh, we should say, yeah, we are obviously spoilers for House of Gucci, which just came out. Because it is just in cinemas, but obviously we're not going to talk about the film without talking about the whole film. Yeah, um, yeah, we're going to get into it. Um, so yeah, uh, now we have done the plot, now it's time to talk the heart. Um, most it's time to talk about the heart. <laughs> butter. Um, uh, AKA hot butter. Um, so yeah, our most visually pleasing member of cast. I, mean, I think I it's think pretty. I think for me, it's, it, it is the Lady Gaga. It's Lady. Lady Gaga. It is Lady. Yeah. She I, looks I, amazing, she incredible. She's styled so well. Patrizia yeah. is, there's a reason she became a Gucci. <laughs> Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, I'd also like to, I agree, I, I think uh, Gaga takes it, but I think Adam Driver's hair in the in this final, <laughs> before he got assassinated, it was nice and floppy, and he's, when he smiled, when that boy, he's a he's a strange, naive, floppy boy, and when he smiled, it was it was very sweet too. I think Adam Driver yeah. is hot in this film. I think in his weird way. I think yeah. the um, um, the like kind of nebbishness is like yeah. kind of attractive on yeah. him. Yeah, like, like you know, he's a he's a study. We meet, when we meet him, he is studying to be a lawyer. Yeah, uh, he's kind of like a sort of shy nerd of the family. Yeah, which is nice. Um, I mean, like yeah, I think he plays that well. But it's like honestly, like he's a shy nerd, but he's kind of the rebel of the family. Family in, mm. in his own way because, because he does not have an interest in fashion <laughs> yeah which is attractive yeah. but like yeah like if he's like a little like star next to lady gaga's like supernova re- supernova like yeah. she's just also, exploding but also lady gaga's attraction. eyes are really just intense like yeah. Yeah. in this film especially i think yeah and i think she's just made up really well like i think her hairstyling she is gets great. all the, the best think, fashions in yeah the film. i think her like style throughout there's like a you know 
a different outfit for every scene, as you would expect for a fashion uh, film. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think they all they all serve her very well, and she is serving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very easy one for this one. Yeah. Mm. I, I like. I think also the guy that um, is like the attendant of. Oh, Jack Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was pretty hot too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fine. He was fine. He wasn't. Yeah. Radiating hotness. Yeah. To me. yeah. But you know, it was just a little like. Yeah, just like a little. Like, I mean, like, like, oh, we can we could acknowledge this as a handsome actor, not but aperitifs. sure, it's yeah. not a hot role for him. Yeah. Should we talk about our bottles, guys? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, the look. The, yeah. like, look, the look. The credit gowns, beautiful gowns of it all. Mm. Like, the costume design. The costume design. It's but. just beautiful. I mean, obviously, it's not real Gucci. And uh, I don't know what the actual original looks like, but they've recreated uh, a sense of luxness, mm. yeah. a sense of uh, beautiful tailoring, Some class, yeah. and also just like capturing the decade really well. Like yeah. I think yeah. her 80s hair looks beautiful on her. Mm. It doesn't look too on the nose 80s like. yeah it's like you get a really good i think sense of class as mm. well like i think particularly for like lady gaga's character because patricia comes from this more sort of like working class family and then yeah. she's kind of but she's sort of dressing above her means like she's yeah kind yeah of yeah really a lover of beautiful things mm. um and then you can see sort of the bright colors that she sort of wears she's a much more kind of extravagant and like sort of a little bit gaudy but not in a way that's tacky ever yeah I think. yeah it's yeah, kind yeah. Of more bold mm. um in contrast to the kind of more what? mutedness of the rest of, of the family, everyone else yeah. except for paulo who is like <laughs> canonically a terrible fashion designer I who dresses in like didn't mind some, what he was wearing some, some <laughs> bad suits. clearly the that was reading to the audience as well because the audience members were like oh Oh, I didn't mind what he was wearing. He I thought it could have been ugly. Corduroy, I don't think I was not into yeah. that. It's, I, think I it's kind safari, of fit him. I think like, it was the safari pockets on everything oh, sure, he had yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did also thought some of the clothes on his runway show weren't actually that bad. Some of no, them, I yeah. thought that they were <laughs> actually kind of a fine. serve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the concept of brown and pastels, terrible. But some of them it worked. On I the runway, the on I the pasarela. I to be gone. Yeah, exactly. I thought there was parts of it that were salvageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not high fashion, but yeah. maybe like ready to wear. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. It's not Gucci. It's not Gucci. It's PG. <laughs> no, yeah. Can't the brand. Paolo Gucci. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, just not even just the look, like not even just the costume, but like the makeup mm. and the hairstyling. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, obviously like Jared Leto shouldn't have been cast, but I actually thought the makeup job on him was... Pretty was good. actually not that bad. Like yeah, his yeah. face didn't look like oh here's the clear bit where the prosthetics start. I mean we One just one person saw... who's prost- I think there was I, I was the woman who was blonde. Is that her nose? Yeah, that's her nose. Because there was a scene where it looked fake, <laughs> really? and I don't know if it was just the makeup was bad or if it, that she was wearing a fake nose. How rude if it was her nose? Like <laughs> I don't know because I'm like I don't know who this person is. And maybe we both. I mean we. But both we both thought. not clocked it. And but we're like, I why does feel, her nose look so weird. In I think scene? that's just her nose. I feel like they wouldn't the go. Nets, the that's the makeup designer for yeah. giving her like weird shading on her nose. Because I, I'm saying, we're like, that's odd. I feel like this woman is so unimportant. Yeah, that's I would the thing. I was like, she must be famous. Why didn't? Yeah. Well, like no. she does end up being an important kind of character. She becomes sort the of, new. but she. Just, I think I that's think just like a historical nose. thing. Yeah, I that's sh- the thing. Is I was like, maybe she's going to be like a, you know, she's the next wife of her, and she becomes a famous yeah, person. But, but no, she's, no, she's that's just her nose. I feel. Yeah. Like. Okay. So that's a bad. That was a bad makeup thing. But other than the rest of it, you know. Who did she? Because I recognized her. She was, her name is Camille Cotton. She's Camille. French. Hmm. Oh, she's in um, Call Your Agent. 
Um, oh, yeah. I've yeah. not seen that. Oh, she's seen. really great in it. Um, that's where I know her from. Okay, thanks. I thought it was Diane Kruger when I first saw her, but then she was, like, not as pretty, so I was like... <laughs> Diane Kruger is in an extremely mixed bag-looking film called The 355. Have you seen oh, that Oh, yeah, this, the, about the spies? Yeah. It's so juicy, right? So, like, that was supposed to be Marion Cotillard's role oh. because it was, like, you know, Marion Cotillard, Penelope Cruz, Lupita Nyong'o, Jessica Chastain. And Marion Cotillard couldn't do it anymore because she had to film um, Annette, which was originally Michelle Williams's, which was actually originally Rooney Mara's role. But, you know, that's that's whatever. Also staring at him driving. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, like, Marion Cotillard exited and Diane Kruger was hired. But um, Diane Kruger was married to um, Marion Cotillard's now husband. So, oh, oh scandalous! <laughs> that fact sounds a lot more interesting than that film itself. It looks like a fake trailer from like the start of Tropic Thunder. It's like it's weird though because they have really good from... good actors in it. You know? Yeah, it yeah. looks star-studded, but just like I don't know, maybe it's how the trailer's edited. Sometimes like, it's the trailer, but sometimes go it's and the check film. it out. It's like <laughs> agents from Germany and England and like yeah, and it's. It just looks like a fake trailer. Anyway. Um, I think in addition to talking about costume and makeup and hair design as well, like I think the production design is also yeah, just like sure. so sumptuous. Yeah, yeah. It just makes you want to be in a The movie. villas, the <laughs> fashion shows. And also the way that they, yeah, they use the, the art in the oh, various sure, apartments. Yeah. Like there's a, there's like a there's scene a early clint. on where uh, Maurizio first I, takes... I, I think you'll find it's a Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah, Maurizio takes Patricia to meet his father and she's admiring this big Gustav Klimt painting on the mm. wall and she goes like, oh, Picasso! <laughs> and he's like immediately like, I hate this girl from that point yeah, onwards. Um, but yeah, it's like also you look at um, the way that Maurizio outfits his apartment. Oh like, yeah, sure. It's just a clear like lover of beautiful things. I have all this art yeah. that I spent all this money on, and I'm hanging it in these like lovely ways. But mm. also, mm. you know, I have no care for like no. budgeting. There's a part where the the audience that we're seeing this way because there's the um, there's the couch with the lips, which was recently yeah. featured in the Tapapa Surrealist Art. Oh yeah. And, uh, audience members were like that's the couch that's the couch <laughs> <laughs> yeah that catch the catch the catch got an end credit yeah yeah with Selma Hayek and the <laughs> and couch, the couch. You know, yeah. um yeah so yeah. looked good yeah. uh, talking of uh yeah like the people within the costumes and the makeup I yeah I think Gaga I want to is... say, yeah, I don't know if the table agrees, but I thought she was very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was entertaining. I don't know if it was like I don't know as a best actress performance. I don't know if that's true to me, but I thought it was a very entertaining. Magnetic. Lady Gaga won the New York Film Critics Award for Best Actress. (laughs) It was a big scandal, (laughs) but I don't. I I enjoyed it. I I, mean, technically, it's not great. Technically, on on the um, accent, but I thought she was very magnetic on screen. And she's in it. She's like she is feeling the feelings of this character, which is like. She goes through a wild ride of like wanting to like well like this innocent like falling in love Adam with Adam well, Driver. Oh, that, that, that was very start. Like, She's manipulative. From the yeah. start. It's manipulating, but like <laughs> their sweet like kind of dating. At least he thinks it's like a, a, a cute kind of dating time. I really enjoyed that kind of period. And then yeah, how how power hungry she is and how jealous she gets. She was always. Holding it's my in the attention. eyes, yeah. Yeah. Was... And, her, and the boobs as well. Like, yeah. really good, like, <laughs> quasim Good quivering. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I thought she was hungry, and it kind of showed, and it kind of suited the story. Yeah. Like, mm. I think she plays it with the intensity of, you know, like, 
you know, not in a disparaging way, but like that soap opera kind of yeah, operatic intensity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I and I think that that's what yeah what you need for the high camp of this film. She's the reason um, to see the film, yeah, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it, this would be such a boring film without her. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I th- I feel like that that there are people in this film that like get just get the high camp of it, like her, and I think we can talk about it later, but Al Pacino as well, like operating on that kind of level. Yeah. And then. Yeah, uh, I think Adam Driver's doing a, a different kind of thing, but also he's kind of like. I think it suits the character, the though, because mm. yeah. he has to be in contrast to the vivaciousness of Patrizia. Yeah, and he has yeah. to be such like a, a simp in terms of not knowing his own. Like, he has multiple times where he's just like, has to make a decision and he'll literally just walk out of the room. <laughs> and it's so frustrating, and you feel the frustration um, for Gaga's yeah. character, where it's just like. Come on. I think it's a highly watchable... I think this is better than our Star is Born performance. So I wouldn't <laughs> be... Like, I don't think... Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if this she got a nomination for this. There are so many worse nominations. Yeah, that's true. This. That's true. Like, yeah. I I think she's highly watchable. It's like... It was like... It's like Glenn Close and Hillbilly Elegy, where you're surrounded by, like, a film that's <laughs> oh not God. terrific. But there's something you about You are doing that a good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, God. Yeah, it really worked for and me. And I mean, I thought she had a couple of scenes where she acted really well. Like, there was um, a scene where Selma Hayek set t- was telling her, this is towards the end, where she was um, unstoppable or unbreakable or something. And mm. she just t- took the quiet... It was in her eyes. She was like, I am unbreakable. <laughs> and there was also one scene, though, that she, I thought she was really bad. And that was the scene where she was <laughs> stalking Adam Driver in the street <laughs> This like once he's already like given the divorce papers and she's made the scrapbook for him. <laughs> I quite oh, like it. She was <laughs> she was desperate, like, and she was playing. The I made this for you. That's more scripting. Isn't oh, it? Do you like it? Do, do you like it? She just well, was she it that? Just, no, no, sorry. That she actually, in the frame. no, I didn't mind that. The scene I was thinking about actually was when she was served the divorce papers. Oh yes, that was that was that, that was the so one good. where I was like, I don't know, yeah. girl. But like how uncaring she was when like she orders the hitman and she's like got her glasses on it's and her strong, whole posture like, is like, that, what's her drag? Ronnie, character? yeah, yeah, from from um, you and I. Yeah, yeah, I, that was, was exactly strong, what I thought. Like Lady Gaga's drag. But character. also, I was just like when it was just her and Selma Hayek, I was like, ooh, little Thelma and Louise action, mm-hmm. little throwback for Ridley. Yeah. Here's the thing, actually. I mean, maybe this is a, a bad thing, but I actually don't think Ridley Scott knew the the, th- the film that he was making. Oh, this is the thing. I so I feel like obviously this film reads as a comedy, and it reads as an intentional comedy. I think in watching it, I didn't think that, and I was watching it like, oh, they don't know this is funny. Like at least in the final presentation of it, but it also read to me like at some point somebody changed their mind and said, this isn't a drama; it's a comedy. And I don't know when that was. Like I feel like the script was not written as a comedy. The script seemed like it was written as a drama and just a poor drama. Uh, I don't think of it as a comedy. I definitely don't think Lady Gaga thought it was a comedy. Lady Gaga's not that she's playing as a drama. She's playing it straight. I don't. Th- um, I think it's just camp. Like I don't. I, comedy doesn't feel right because it's it's a very high stakes story. Okay, but, but I, it's just kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but be a bit. But if you're playing comedy, like the my. That's the thing is, I don't think anybody. I think Jared, Jared Leto, Leto thinks he's playing in a comedy. comedy. He's playing, comedy. and I'm like, dude, you're giving the joke away too much. Like he's like, hey, what's happening with word. this? And I'm like, fuck off, dude. 
Like, See, everyone I, else. I'm like, I kind of thought it worked. I'm like, nah. I think he's kind of funny. He's doing a parody of the thing. Well, like, at first, I was very annoyed at him. But as the movie got yeah, went along, I was like... I, was like I, jo- I laughed at some of those jokes. I thought they were quite funny. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't think know. he should be playing it in a fat I, suit. I, I don't think somebody else should be doing it. But I kind of felt like it, it was funny. It, like, it was kind of funny. Because it was like... Like, sure, he can string the sounds in unbelievable ways. Like, but like... In terms of like the 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 high camp, Gaga is giving you that. Pacino is giving I you that. I thought it was very entertaining. I oh, feel I feel no, like it's, it's I feel terrible. like this film is edited like a comedy, like not like a comedy in like a goofy. Comedy is not the right word. I feel like it is edited to okay then to emphasize the high camp value of yeah. it, and it, it expects people to laugh. Sure. Yeah. And I think a film that expects people to laugh that is a type of comedy. But you. I but know. I don't think that it was. I think it was edited that way. But I don't think that it was necessarily written that way, and I don't think it was necessarily acted that way. And I feel like at some point the direction changed to make it. I think the acting that. was <laughs> inconsistent. Yeah, they're all in different films. Yeah. Like, like Jared yeah. Leto's doing one thing. Lady Gaga's doing a completely different thing. Adam Driver's doing a completely different thing. Jeremy Irons was. He barely, barely trying with the, the accent. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> he's just like oh yes, Jeremy Irons, it's a me. <laughs> sleeping it's a me. It's, it's a me, Jeremy Irons. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I felt like Leto was like winking too much at the audience around like we're. I'm in a stupid film, um, whereas I feel like Gaga and Driver were like, no, this is the story. This is this epic, silly tragedy, but they they weren't underlining the silly. I know that his character is meant to be a clown and a goofball, yeah. but I don't know. Just yeah, I get what you mean, though. I mean, I thought I was gonna hate this performance, and in many ways, it's terrible. I don't think no, <laughs> but uh, for some reason, maybe because it provided the film with some levity, yeah. And, like true, yeah. I kind of like didn't mind it. I guess it's kind of interesting when he's on screen. Like you're like yeah. You're feeling something. But also the thing, another credit to Lady Gaga is like every time she wasn't on screen, I was just looking forward to the next scene with her. Because some yeah. of the scenes with the men, I was like, okay. what is this? Did it's we need thing. this? Like, I don't care. This is the script <laughs> stuff. It's like if we had this without the the, the campness of it, it's just those yeah. business dealings and that's boring. It's like, I don't care about who's signing the contract and whatever until it's like Al Pacino signing the contract with a wave of his hand, which is very funny. What does the film want to be kind of saying? Because you get two kind of like endpoints of this movie which is like how the Gucci brand like was ultimately now no longer has any Gucci people in control of it mm. and then also this like tragic like love relationship um, well no, it's not tragic like it's I not actually tragic. tragic and I don't think tragic is any part of this but like, well, like tragic I this guess epic epic is what I'm trying to say he dies um, <laughs> epic of yeah. like like this like how she climbed to the top and then like killed her husband i feel like it's more at least and again at at least what the final film is and i don't know if this is what the script writers were doing Mm. but the final film to me is it's more of like is this a wild story yeah yeah it's kind of just like like, i tonya one of those things where it's like we are going to make a film version of this event it's like what this crazy stuff that happened all this luxury like all this all these things happen because of one woman's greed and yeah and it's like she's our our way in she's kind of our like point of view character we sort of see her go through it i wanted more from like i mean she's like the lead of the film but i still wanted more from her like especially that like that time between the hit and getting caught i was like she must be going through it. Yeah. But yeah. then we it's didn't see that. like, what's her that? plan for getting away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't yeah. see any of that. Mm. 
And her, Especially because she's proven to be fairly conniving and smart yeah. before that point, and it's like, but how did she really think that she wouldn't get away? That she would just get away with this? Yeah. That they wouldn't think like who's yeah. got motive to kill him? I do love <laughs> that. Like when when the divorce was happening, I told Cass she she had the marriage story here. Yeah, mm. she she had this <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. one sort of one layer up from yeah. from yeah, Star yeah. here. That's <laughs> true. Adam can't just get away from these divorce stories. Yeah, he just has to like stay away from short haired women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> short- that's his vice um yeah i guess i guess we see her be conniving here and there like telling people to like what do you mean here and there (laughs) she's like so manipulative from the beginning no but i guess like like well i'd like to see more yeah more kind of no i mean she's not the problem she's gives it the most kind of life i'm just trying to figure out like what is the i think thing... it's way too long I cut oh it's way stuff. too long cut, the other stuff cut out. most of the stuff I for the you family could, you could cut little just... and like cut the dead i don't know like give already i wouldn't say cut them out but just minimize, minimize their role yeah, yeah. and then make her like the sole kind of lead of the film and just mm. like yeah adam driver is like <laughs> you know and some more secondary in- interiority of like or yeah, either cull down Adam Driver or like I don't know. I just feel like I didn't know who he was. He was like the cipher, and it's, he's an incredible actor. Whereas this role, it's like I feel like I did get who this character was. Mm. Like I feel yeah. like he's kind of like easily impressionable and is kind of a weak person. Isn't yeah. necessarily a very I guess it's not an interesting role. person. I don't think it's that interesting. That's not, yeah. But I did feel like I got a sense of who he was as but a character. It's, it's sure. a good contrast yeah. to how. Yeah, Patricia's, and it exactly makes yeah. sense how that she would be able to manipulate him because, you know, she See, is very There was a point where she announced that she was pregnant and I was like, is, is she? she? Me <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, did anything happen in that scene? That's when I had to run off to the loo when she gave birth. We didn't see birth. They were just like, "Is a baby. baby. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then the, that was... Like, that Jeremy was, Irons is dead. Oh, no. But that was oh, the yeah. catalyst for him wanting to go back to the family is that he has to be a family man yeah yeah Yeah. and his father finally embraced him again Mm. Um, also did al pacino just have two birthdays in the film yeah (laughs) i guess it was like i think it's a sneaky thing of like it's a birth week and then he's just like this is my peasant's birthday where the peasants come and give me a speaking of i think al pacino is really fun on this like he is fun he's he's always like saying like He's learning Japanese and he's like, Konnichiwa! And like, oh, welcome, welcome! And, you know, like, there's some energy in life there where sometimes, like, Pacino can phone it in, like, quite a lot. Whereas I felt like this was a full I think it kind of, yeah. Well, I think he was, yeah, a layer just a little bit towards, like, ultimate Pacino hand. But also, I think it kind of fit the movie. Yeah. There is an iconic signing yes. scene, uh, which was, was forever burned in my oh, mind. Oh, yes, yes. Extremely good. His her, best moment. Her big... Um, signing her, of his, a signature, yeah, yeah. His big reactions are really good as well. Like I really like the scene where um, um, Patrizia was like, hey, all of these Gucci knockoffs suck. Let's get rid of them. And he's like... Like, up to this point, he had been really friendly and really affable. And then suddenly he switches to, like, man talk. Like, mm. that you're not welcome here. And it's, like, a really, yeah, dramatically kind of interesting kind of thing where he was like, no, I'm just totally blanking you out. And I've built this company and fuck off. And it was, yeah, a really nice kind of switch to see, like, oh, he's not an ally. He's an obstacle. Um, in a way that was really, yeah, it was kind of, you saw through Gaga's eyes as well in terms of, like, her, like, tearing up and being like, oh, cool, I'm just being totally siloed here. Um, yeah, Pacino was strong for me. 
And then, yeah, you got this high camp of, like, him realising that Jared Leto had sold the assets. He's like, no, no! <laughs> he's just, screaming. Yeah. You're an idiot. But, but he's still an idiot, idiot son. Yeah. Even through, like, the yelling and all those terrible Italian accents, it's like, it, it still resonated. And it's it's handy way. Yeah, and then he gets betrayed. Not the first time he gets betrayed by family member in film. Yeah. An yeah. Italian family member in film. <laughs> Is it like a little uh, Merchant of Venice um, reunion with yeah. uh, oh, Jer- true. Jeremy Iyer? Uh, yeah, yeah. Although he wasn't in love with them this time around. Oh no, wait, no, sorry, no, that's it was Bassanio not. and Antonio. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Other bottles? Other bananas? Um, we kind of bled into like, bananas. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I had fun with with um, Lady Gaga and Sama Hayek. Like yeah. that that relationship was really yeah. fun. How. She was a big uh, spiritual believer. Yeah. A cool, really cool intro of Sama Hayek's character as well, yeah. like connecting I'm, I'm across gl- the screen. I'm glad yeah. to see her again um, yeah, nice. in, in, on screen with this in Eternals. Like, hopefully, mm. leads to more, more roles for Salma. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. 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 I feel like for me, most of the, yeah, the things I enjoyed about this film are just moments that seemed to me like they were deliberate. Comedy. Oh, it's funny. The film is it's funny. It's hilarious. It's really, there were so it's many. Funny. Like, yeah, to me. I think the problem with it is that because they only decided it was going to be funny, like later on, that it's not funny enough. There's, there's a lot of moments that aren't funny that are kind of more yeah, boring. And it's like I want it to cut down so that we. Just I still have more don't know if moments. they thought it was funny. I think that's part of why it's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, there were certain things in like that, just the, the way things are edited or something. Yeah. Where I'm like, that seems like they know that's a joke. It didn't seem to me mm. like this was totally just me laughing at this film because it, it's so po-faced that it becomes Possibly. camp. I feel Def- like they, they, they knew it was, at least in the edit, they knew it was Definitely funny. the scenes with Jared Leto were meant to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I think often like a lot of the stuff with like, yeah, like Lady Gaga's, when um, Patrizia is trying to sort of stalk Maurizio around. Like oh, sure. And the manipulation the, of their relationship. Just, like, just the shots it, of her, like, oh, right? Yeah. yeah it's but like, also, it's I mean, look, we'll talk about the script in a bit, but also <laughs> the light. Look, there is something just so iconic about some of the lines like it's time to take out the trash and I don't yeah. consider myself a particularly ethical, ethical person. person but I am a fair person and also <laughs> father son <laughs> house of Gucci. Gucci that was a Lady Gaga improv apparently oh yeah. look so. at that <laughs> I guess it, yeah it's totally fun I just I wouldn't define it as comedy I don't know why that, that distinction just doesn't work for me it's right. like it's just like what is I feel like comedies I, I guess it's, it's very like, traditional but like comedies end in like marriages and stuff okay, and like this is like you know like okay like, shakespeare scholar but like but i'm just like look, a, ignoring genre forgetting comedy okay. and drama they, they knew that i think they knew it was, was funny fun i think they knew it was funny and that they were they, they were editing for jokes mm. i don't i didn't right. get a sense throughout all of the stuff that i laughed at that the vast majority of it, of it was you know at me laughing at the film because it didn't know it was funny mm. you know yeah yeah which a lot of the time films we see on mixed bag, a lot of the time we're laughing at the film because it's very yeah. it's done totally. like, I do, poorly. I guess Gaga just like, I think she was able to find that line of like being able to do batshit stuff like Father Son House of Gucci, but also still believing in her character. Well, she grants it. It's yeah. like she believes because in she it believes, fully. So she's playing. She's, she's the... fucking. She and was she, living as Patrizia for six memory. months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she is playing it as a drama. I just think yeah. it was then edited as as. To emphasize the funniness, sure. To avoid the comedy word, right. <laughs> I just, just want to shout out. I mean, 
the the cameos of the famous people, which I thought was not as blatant as, as, <laughs> as no, <laughs> as in like Anna Wintour. And, oh yeah, well, it was, yeah, yeah, that wasn't really Anna Wintour. No, no, not her, but the characters. Oh yeah, right. Anna Wintour and Sophia Loren and Andrea Leontelli, and obviously yeah. Tom Ford has an extended one at the end. Where was Sophia Loren? I missed that when she was, was in New uh, York. And uh, she, she was, was looking with, uh, at the Gucci uh, store. What's it called uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, oh, and she yes. was the famous like, lady. Sophia, come here. Oh, yeah. I missed. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. But I liked that they were just like you know you can notice them, you cannot notice them. Whereas like if Ryan Murphy had directed them, yeah. they'd be like supporting roles in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. I feel like yeah, there are definitely probably more references to things that I know I did not get because I don't know anything about yeah. fashion. Sure. I mean, there was a Gianni Versace who came out during yeah, the Versace show like, as well. Yeah, I was like, having seen the Gianni Versace... Uh, yeah, I was like, um, I know him from my... Show, my, my like, oh, he's my he, friend from Assassination like of Gianni Versace. Yeah. Yeah. I know him. He's going to die soon too. Well, yeah. who knows? Where, I don't know. The time... Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that was 1985, the, the fashion show. So maybe right. like 12 yeah, years in the future. A little bit more time. Yeah. yeah. But that's still quite close to when... Um, to, to when Maurizio died. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh... Um, I guess the summer of killing the fashion houses. I guess no. that was a good thing. Like none of us knew who was gonna get killed. Yeah, yeah. We knew someone was gonna get killed. I knew there was a gun. I mean, and you know. put Patricia was behind it. Yeah, but which one? There was like it literally could have been Al Pacino because he was, he was the one running. Get, well, yeah. he was the one running the show and could have been the father, or it could have been Jared Leto because he was, he was too holding stupid up, to or holding up some shares probably. that yeah. they needed. Yeah, and uh, you know it could have been Adam Driver because he was you know. A big obstacle for her. Yeah. yeah. I feel like once he broke up with her, I was like, oh, she's going to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that but doesn't past, happen until close to point. the end of the film. Yeah, so before so much... that, I assumed that she would manipulate him to doing it with her. Yeah, yeah, because so much of it, she is, like, pushing her husband to do things. And it she seems was, she'd like be like, she's going to push him to murder. Maurizio, it's time to take out the trash. <laughs> exactly. And then she pulls a gun. It's time to take out the trash. Maurizio, I'm not a, a particularly ethical person. <laughs> Yeah. But I am a fair person. Great use of teaspoon, by the way. Oh, it? it just gave me flashbacks to the paparazzi music video. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, yeah. she's just... She's so magnetic on screen. I feel like when all is said and done six months from now, I'm just going to have a fond memory of Lady Gaga yeah. Yeah. in this film. I mean, I still have images I'm so of tickled. her going, ha, 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 in front of that microphone. Yeah. Um, I'm so know. tickled by her. Yeah. She didn't sing in this film, though. I as know. I feel like she could have, if she wanted to, easily put a song in there somehow. Yeah, she could have written you a know? song. She could have done a cover. She could have just... I feel like done. there would definitely would be... People have given her a bit of side Not even, not even happy birthday. Yeah. She could have, yeah. like, literally sang Al Pacino happy birthday in yeah. one yeah. of his two birthday scenes. Yeah, she was resisting the urge to go for the harmony. She wanted to be a serious actress, okay? she doesn't Need she's Sofia um, Loren. She's an Italian girl from New York. Yeah. Um, one last bottle thing. I think, you know, we'll talk about the script and there are definitely many issues with the script, but I think one thing that they did do pretty well, and I think this is in a combination with Lady Gaga's performance, mm. is I felt like I got a good sense of, like, I think there was... Uh, a level of subtlety with which they showed her kind of gaucheness and how she did mm. it. And like, I think the, the yeah. which is at the, they're at the Swiss chalet with all of his friends. Yeah. Um, and she starts sort of trying to brag about like the, you know, tour of Paris that he took her on. And yeah, they went yeah. to the Eiffel Tower and, and they went to the Louvre. And then he was, she was like, this shop was all the way up top. The, the, the very top, top of the Eiffel Tower. And he's like, no, it was, it was the second, second floor. floor. <laughs> um, and yeah. And it's this sort of, 
really, I think, a good sense of like something that she's doing. We can see her trying to impress them, and we can mm. also see that they're all laughing at her. Mm. Um, mm. And it's this kind of mortifying thing of that she she is kind of young, she's kind of tacky, yeah. um, and she's never going to fit in. And with she his has social that... group, and you can sort of see that moment of that's that's the moment their marriage dissolves basically yeah, because yeah. he's now looking at her mm. through his friend's eyes and being like, and oh, being like oh my god, like she's embarrassing. She's playing pretend, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's that terrible line. Oh, it's a really good line uh, where he's like, "These are in, uh, irrelevant details or something." You're an irrelevant <laughs> detail. Yeah, it's just, and then uh, the call my agent uh, person, the friend. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It's just like, just gives this look of just like his Jesus, mistress. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one that later becomes his mistress. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to say that I do really like Lady Gaga and um, Adam Driver's chemistry. Like, it's, yeah. it works for me. Yeah. They're so opposite. Like, I don't imagine it's them not hanging a couple out. That you think, yeah, or like, but I'm just great. like, it works. Like, yeah. opposites attract. Yeah. It was very this, sweet. They had like a sex scene, which was, yeah. I think, was, was, I, was a, I bought. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. they seemed like they were really Oh, that was such an adorable sex scene because he was yeah. like fumbling and he was just yeah. like, they were very playful. Yeah. She was like, a little section at the start, which I also liked, which is he has to leave Gucci because his father's basically disowned him because yeah. he wanted to marry her. And so she's given him a job at his dad's, like, at her dad's, like, trucking company. Yeah. And he's like having the time of his life. Just yeah. like play just fighting with the hoses, the like playing soccer with the other like trucking guys yeah he was very boyish and which, very boyish you know which was very like a different key for Adam yeah and yeah. you get a sense of like he's like he would be perfectly happy just living his life yeah. like this and does not want any ambitions that, to do with and the like you company. know they would, and, yeah again those earlier scenes with Lady Gaga very like filled with amour like you know yeah, yeah. like she, she went down on him on the car and like <laughs> yeah, they fucked right. on the table it was, yeah. yeah it was it was delightful yeah yeah it's yeah, and then when he becomes more serious and the plot becomes more more serious. Yeah, I do still think there's a streak of seriousness there that, yeah, is boring and could be cut down. Also, to underline, mm. like, a banana, like, it is long. It is so yeah. long. It's like two and a half I hours, think it's, yeah? it's, yeah, banana's time, generally. Yeah, yeah. But it is so long. Yeah. It is so long. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, I was looking... That's why I was, like, looking forward to Lady Gaga every time. I was like, oh, my God, it's so long. And then she has a scene, and I'm like, well, I'm happy again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you just go back to... Okay. Right. Yeah. And it's, like, because they've done this... Th- and it's a poor scripting is really the reason why it's Oh, my God, the script gone, is like, so bad. Okay, so our story goes from when Patrizio Reggiani first meets Maurizio Gucci. And mm. they're going to... We're going to go all the way till the, till his death. Mm. And we're going to show every major event that happens in their lives, also in the life, the life of, of Gucci, Gucci, the company. The company yeah. Yeah. We're going to show every single thing. We're not going to, like, skip through anything. We're not going to, like, fudge the details to mm. make it work mm. more streamlined. Or just dramatically, thematically. Dramatically, thematically. Know? Like, we're not going to emphasize more things. That, it's mm. like this very kind of school paper way of it is. It's, doing history. It's biopic like 101, right? We have to just do right? every yeah. little bit yeah. of it. I'm sure they one. still have fudged stuff, but they could... Oh, for sure. And, you know, compressed, but they but could have enough, done a ton like, more. But not in a way that's, that's also the, <laughs> the thing with, like, getting bigger actors they have to have like bigger roles everybody has so, to have something to do yeah. yeah so they had to kind of like give them things to do yeah which i, mean, I feel like could have their roles could have been cut down you yeah know? you could yeah. some the other kind of approach people do is like just sprinkle in a ton of like like all the minor roles are played by people super famous and it's just like cameo like Ooh, look, them, 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 them. um because yeah we just don't have 
like time is precious like let's cut to the meat yeah and like i don't need to see like uh adam driver's giving some shoes to this guy and then no later i don't need that shoes they could have just been like, like, I'm like I don't they could have just owned the company this. straight away like yeah could have yeah. cut to the part where just they cut to the angry signing the, the yeah yeah <laughs> exactly and like you but could have the, still had that second part of the shoes moment but with even the then gold leaf and like all the meetings with like and now being betrayed with like Jared Leto and his father and Jared Leto and like his yeah. uncle I'm like we didn't need that we already know he's we a crappy designer we don't need to see designer. him take, yeah. pick him up from the airport like yeah. we don't need to also, see that we commended show. the makeup um uh, and it was good but for the most part but there was one shot of jeremy irons where he like looked like he came off the set of like the cabinet of dr caligari oh with the eyes, oh, yeah. eyes were so they tried to give him this like i assume cancer like, like they gave him the, sort of the, the, the they prince gave him this very black yeah yeah like, very prince philip prince philip yeah. and it was like whoa it's like one grade too movie. far down the down the close to yeah. death stage um also the accents um we've got to talk about the accents we've got to do look i don't they're bad, but they're I didn't terrible. mind. I don't, know, I don't know if it's a bottle or a banana. But like, Look, did they greatly increase our enjoyment of the film? Yes. yes. Yeah. But, See. like, this is not a thing where I think the film is should have credit for doing it on purpose. I this literally, is absolutely not an intention. This, this is the most thing that makes me think, yeah, like, that Again, leads this is the thing. That's the what I yeah. think I'm like. I felt like Lady and um, Jared just showed up on set with accents at the ready, and then Ridley was like, I guess we're doing accents. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like everyone's accent. Nobody's accent is consistent with each other, <laughs> let alone consistent with the country of Italy. They and, sound very yeah. close to me and Matt doing accents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's also podcast. The... <laughs> and, you know, Why am I left out of that? Oh, yeah, you didn't do a, uh, as long as James oh, okay, also, okay. I'm sure. But that's also the thing. It's like, it's the same as with the Russian accent. The Italian accent is just really funny when yeah. people who aren't Italian do it or English speakers do it because yeah. it's, it's so comical. silly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's the thing of like, right. there is absolutely no reason for anybody to be doing an accent because they're supposed to be speaking Italian. Italian, they're all speaking Italian. Italian. Yeah. And this the convention that is commonly used for that is you speak in your own voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And or, it's like or you speak in some homogenous <laughs> British, yeah. yeah. Which, like, I think homogenous British would have been bad as well. Just yeah, just speak. Accent. Well, they're yeah. all American except for Jeremy, so. Yeah. And he can probably do a, American you know, probably rusty American accent. Yeah. That's but fine, like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like such a strange choice. And that it just greatly increases the camp it's obviously. it's jared and lady they were yeah. so method they had to they, they were to. like you know they were living as these characters so we jared- stayed all the way through like you know 90 percent of the credits because we needed to see who was credited for the dialect coach and we can confirm that there was only one person credited as a dialect coach and just for lady gaga yeah she wanted so it to seems be like she got her own Patrizia. one and like honestly and her, her I thought there was one full Gaga a, specifically and then another no there's one. a dialogue coach oh, okay. so yeah. somebody that coached the actual Italian but yes there's one dialect coach who's clearly like Lady Gaga I feel like must have hired herself yeah, or like sure. requested herself yeah. but nobody else had a dialect coach yeah. which means they're all just running wild they're all just <laughs> flying solo <laughs> yeah. and you can tell honestly at first levels. I mean Adam no, Driver is, is a really good actor but at, like the first part is like you're just in an SNL skit like, <laughs> yeah, because like everyone else was like campy to a degree, but he was playing it seriously. Yeah, so I was like, "You're just in an SNL skit. You're doing this as Adam Driver, the character doing an Italian." Yeah, accent. it's like Adam yeah. Driver. It feels like passable. But then you know, boring. because you he's know, a good Jared actor, Leto, he made it work. something insane. He was doing the Mario, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, Mario and Luigi, Mario and Luigi. Yeah, um, Al Pacino, no like try swinging from the rafters, but not not consistent at all. Jeremy Irons barely trying. Yeah. Mostly his own accent. <laughs> Maybe some like accented like 
<laughs> syllables and words. Bit. Lady Gaga, I mean, I think she probably has maybe the best accent of the film. Yeah. But I, I don't know I don't if know it's Italian. It's, good. <laughs> yeah. like, it's um, consistent, whatever it's it is. Consistent. Yeah. Yeah. It's internally consistent. How many times did she listen to Be Italian by Fergie? <laughs> mm, just her. In Cinema <laughs> Italiano. Um, yeah, it's so strange. <laughs> and it's definitely like, yeah, you can't. I think there were definitely points in the film. This is what I'm saying. Like, there were parts where I'm like, I'm laughing because it's fun, it's done funnily. Yeah. It's a funny joke that the film made. And then other times that I'm laughing just because people sound funny with the mm. voice. Yeah. <laughs> also, like Lady Gaga, her choices, her acting choices, the claps, yeah. the shimmies, like mm. they make it especially funny when she bumps into Camille Cotin at the end. She does this little so funny. So she like embraces her, the woman that's been sleeping with her now deceased husband, and they have this like shared moment of like, oh, yeah. grief. Grieving. And then she says, uh, please escort her from my house. <laughs> and then does this shoulder shove. Like, <laughs> like a senior kid shoving you in the lockers. Yeah. And like, then a smirk. <laughs> was, I, was, I was highly entertained by it. Yeah. Even yeah. though the script is bad. The script like, is not good. The script good. could just be I, a lot tighter. I want to shout out, I don't know if this is good or bad, but the interesting music choices in the film. Yeah. <laughs> There's some radio drops, yeah. Yeah, there was so like of, they have the whole music. the whole wedding um scored to Faith by George Michael, which yes. I don't know if I it yeah. worked, but I and admired I the Famously that one the hadn't come out the, in yeah. terms of like when that was, but that's I uh. guess that's I guess they were kind of, um, yeah, and then Baby kind of hold you at the end with a sorry. Yeah, which then turned it into like Italian. an Italian opera. I mean, they paid version. the Donna Summer Estate quite a few yeah. money because they, they played on I the radio, love. I Feel Love, Bad Girls. Bad Girls in there. Like, yeah. Um, so they were... They were <laughs> they noticeable. Were yeah. yeah. There was one that was like blasting and it was just like Al Pacino like walking through an airport like looking tired. Oh, was it like Heart of Glass? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Heart of Glass. And they know. did, um, they also did. What was, there was one that I was like, this is from too many other films and I can't remember what it was, but it was. I can't um, remember. Tom. There was definitely one from the Eurythmics. Um, don't, can't, something about the rain. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The rain again. I think generally in terms of the cinematography and the direction, I'm like trying to think. It felt quite it was fine. pedestrian. Fine. Like, it was fine. Yeah. The star of the text is the costume designer and yeah. the hair and makeup artist. And I think, yeah. I mean, I guess it was a good choice for Ridley. It looked like that they had just like a multi-cam kind of set up so that they could capture those kind of improvs, which is I do the right instinct. I would have preferred a different director. I think Ridley took it too seriously, too it's drama to I me. think he directed mm. it like a drama and it was in the edit that it sort of, the, yeah. the jokes but came I, out. Because they I like, wanted... it's going to be funny. We may as well lean th- into the funny. I thought there was some interesting, weird, fun edits. Uh, in the mm. editing there's like this bizarre moment which is kind of Hitchcock um, related where like Jared Leto goes like ah! and it turns into a of a car <laughs> yeah, sound yeah, yeah, that was which fun. is very the Hitchcock like woman screaming and but, it's a train coming out mm. this is like unusual I, bizarre I definitely yeah. wanted more showcase of the glamour like yeah. just more excess like, more extravagant and like lavish like a fashion to accompany and not just not just the cars and the... yeah and I yeah. think just it just needed to make its choice between like are we doing a biopic mm. or are we doing like a here's a wacky story yeah because yeah. I think here's a wacky story is what this needed to be yeah and it it leans to it's too far in the sort of more staid biopic kind of mm. you know we're gonna yeah. set everything chronologically and it's just gonna be every detail and we're mm. gonna sort of treat the characters I guess with that kind of you know, not reverence, but that kind of more sort of 
yeah. seriousness. Yeah. And it doesn't totally deliver that kind of, like, we've been so hyped for House of Gucci for a while. Gaga delivered it, but I don't know. House of Gaga. Yeah. yeah, House of Gaga indeed. I don't know if the movie delivered it. Yeah, I don't think it had, like, yeah, I think if it had leaned more into the, the, the camp of it and the comedy of it, mm. it would be a better film. Yeah. Um, but and, I was, the, and the editors knew that from that trailer. Yeah, it's the thing. It's, I think they that's did, what the thing did. about the, the trailer edit yeah. was selling the same thing that I think that the editors of this film, like, yeah, I don't know yeah. who edited the film. Mm. But, but that's how they're going like to... They're, they're trying to emphasize yeah. the comedic elements of it. Definitely, because they want people to come see this two hours and 30 minute yeah. long yeah. drama. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think, yeah, if you edited this just like the way that it was scripted, you know, without but also, those flourishes, yeah. it would maybe just be absolutely just, we're just waiting for the silly may, accents. Yeah, but maybe you just can't edit it in a dramatic way when Lady Gaga and Jared <laughs> Leto are performing that, that way. Mm. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to lean into it that. It is in just the such a strange miscommunication of materials. Yeah. It's just all these yeah. people it's doing clash. different things. And if you didn't have her, God, it would be Oh, it'd be so painful. boring. Yeah. Um, like, I don't even know who could, else could play this role. I don't know. Like, maybe like 10 years before, maybe Marisa Tomei could play it. Because yeah. she's she's amazing and my cousin Vinny and I think she could do it, but she just doesn't have the star power of Gaga, you know, like mm. of Lady. <laughs> As you've been calling her throughout this, which I do find funny. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. we've gone for a yeah, decent amount of time. Are we, I think we're, we're about yeah. done. I, I think. I just want to point out the similarities between this and A Star Is Born: The Wedding, The mm. Bathtub. Lady Gaga. The bathtub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bathtub cracked me up because, like, he, she just oh fully God. ruined oh the suit. And there was a point where, like, she had her hair so close to a lit candle. I was like, her hair is going <laughs> to oh burn. Like, and his hand, like, tips over a candle. P- into, the bath? into the bath. I'm like, that's how you. It's it was just very, very dangerous. Chaotic. Yeah. Um, Safety. Yeah. yeah. You're having a bath with candles. So many candles. Twice. So many spa things with her. Oh, man, the mud bath as well. She's like. Like, this is me reenacting Lady Gaga putting mud on her face. Yeah. I did feel like the Big psychic disgrace. character, like, that whole thing. <laughs> you know, not that I wanted anything longer in this film, but, like, because I wanted it to be more focused on Lady Gaga's character. Yeah, I, I was want to like, see I more kind of, of want that. to develop that relationship. I kind of even How wanted... do they go from her calling a show yeah. to, like, private consultations exactly. to planning a murder together? Because that yeah. would have given <laughs> Salma a lot more material as well. I yeah. kind of wanted to see Patricia as a mother more as well. Like, mm. is she, like, devious through and through? Is she, like... Yeah. or does she have a soft spot for yeah, her daughter? exactly. Or is she, like, hate the daughter now that it's a symbol yeah. of the Gucci the, empire? The best bit yeah. with her and her daughter was when... <laughs> Her daughter and Adam Driver were like playing a game. Oh, with, like, like Simon Says. Simon Says kind of buttons thing, and she's like, "Great, you won!" <laughs> and, like, gave <laughs> the, the present, yeah. and they were still halfway through the thing. Yeah, she like finished. She like she she lost the game for them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you won. And then he gave her a present of a gift card to well, Bloomingdale's. It was Bloomingdale's, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, "I've never shopped there." He's like, like, first time for everything. Which, I mean, we call all could have written that line. Yeah. So many of these lines are first draft lines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, is it a bella or a beef? (laughs) (laughs) As you were saying that, I was like, I wonder if Matt knows any negative descriptions in Italian. Well, both, Jared Leto says all the time. Bag. Or boof. Uh, okay, yes, sure. I found the movie quite long and boring, uh, but I don't know. I feel like 
at the end of the day, I think Lady Gaga uh, just was such a force of nature that I think her own power and her own performance was so good that uh, I think I might give it uh, a Bella. Ciao, Bella. A very, very uh, soft Bella, but uh, a Bella nonetheless. <laughs> So, uh, I, I found that um, for long amounts of run time, yes, uh, that I was extremely bored and uh, it was only the Gaga that pulled me through. So, for me, beef. No good. Beef, I believe. A beef. <laughs> a beef. <laughs> Yes, the, the beef from Tuscany. Oh, okay. beef! Yes, <laughs> beef from me. Uh, yeah, I, I wish it was more fun. Uh, I had fun with Pacino with Gaga, but uh, the film no fun or dry uh, taste style. Look, I, I feel that for me uh, this film was uh, very uh, difficult because a lot of people were trying different things and they um, they tried to fix it. And they tried to, to make the comedy out of the drama, but it was too late for me. Um, I believe that although I did have many moments of humor throughout, probably 50% of those were intended by the film. 50% were from people doing accents that were bad, like this one. <laughs> uh, so for me, it is also a beef. So it is officially a beef. And now a it is time, time to, to take, take out, out the, the trash. trash. <laughs> I love that how we finally validated my racism against Italians with oh this episode. <laughs> Honestly, um, no, I love is... I love Italian I love Italian love food. Italia. And act- I mean, you're the, the one act- that's listening to be Italian every every night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is that is Gucci. That is our first episode of 2022. We don't yeah. know what we're doing next week. No, no we do not. Yeah. But whatever it next is, week, next episode. Next episode. Next time. <laughs> don't get too excited <laughs> yeah calm down um yeah hope you're having a wonderful 2022 um whatever let's, let's brings, hope it's better than last yeah week. just go into it with positivity and um be the change you want to be in the world whatever okay. whatever you can do okay very uh inspiring yes thank uh, where you. can where can we find mixed bag well uh you can find mixed bag on mixed bag pod mixed bag podcast on twitter instagram and facebook and you can email us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com. Um, we should do a mailbag episode sometime. So uh, it actually James, do we have us. Any, any mail? Well, if we ask people to send in mail, we might have we might do an upcoming mailbag episode or a little bit well, at the start or the end. So if, if we, we send through stuff, then that might be impetus. If we have enough mail, we'll do a mailbag episode. So we're going to yeah. be checking that bag, that mailbag. <laughs> that Gucci bag. That Gucci yeah. bag. And uh, seeing what's in there and rifling around for your questions, anything that you'd like us to answer, I'd be really curious, um, and or suggestions on what to do in the future. So send us some mail so that we can look through the bag. But for now, one last time, it's, it's time, time to take out, out the trash. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.